Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. Good afternoon, Carl. Happy National Pet Day. Is it National Pet Day? It is National Pet Day. Oh, so I have, uh, I have two pups, Sadie and Apple. I'll have to go home and give them an extra treat. I have two cats and seven fish. I may treat the cats to National to, Pet to Day fish. with the fish. With the fish. Perfect. Uh, or, or I'm seeing as though a couple of those fish are rather aggressive, maybe the other way around. It, well, I could put they, them all in a pool they, and figure it out. Are these large fish or are these just your little guppies? No, they're just they're small, little, nasty, aggressive little fish. Oh. And then, uh, of course, it's National Fondue Day. So oh, are you going to have fondue? I, you know, I could. I could. When I get home, I'll probably, I could probably microwave a little cheese stick and throw a cracker on it. And well, there you I, go. I, I've got the big old block of, of, Supposed Brie? cheese. What was that? Supposed stuff? cheese mass in a box that's shelf stable that I may uh, melt down and all know. before gaming, which was another one of our previous <laughs> episodes. That people probably used to, you know, like invite friends over and sit down and have some wine and fire up the old fondue pot and yeah, break yeah. up bread and dip it in there. Yeah, the toasty, crunchy breads. No, that would. Yeah, I got excited. I thought it was a food day when it said National Submarine Day, but it's not talking about the food. Food, the, not, the grinders, it's, it's the subs, the the, the hoagies, the grindos, the heels. <laughs> There's so many the, different the Dagwoods wedges, wedges. Wedges. They're also wedges. called wedges up toward the uh, five boroughs there, up in New York. Very nice. Do you have any old car audio stuff, Carl? Like. Uh, those old vintage things, maybe uh, eight tracks. Yes, <laughs> I do. I do. I probably still have uh, a few of them. I have Boston uh, Escape. I do have, and I and I know this because I was just sorting them out and and putting them into a different location. I have a Pet Benatar. Um, I, think, I have. I think the a, three plastics would an, be Boston. You've got one of them. An ELO. I have ELO. I have a. That's electric light orchestras for those in one of my Laura favorites. Linda, um, one of my California. favorites. I think everybody had a Doors one as well. Do, and I do not have a Doors. Doors but and I have, a Fleetwood Mac. I have a Beatles. I have Beatles. Uh, Ram, the Paul McCartney Ram album. On Ram eight track. Who is this? Who is this? Paul Ram. McCartney. Was that a band or was that a was name of an album? The name of the album. Was Ram. Ah. Bright, ah. bright yellow cover. Was that the band on the run? Uh, Infamy. Yep. Ah, Back so in okay. Seventy three, seventy four ish. Spring, summer. Yeah, uh, I also ran into my Steppenwolf. My, I have a Doors. I have a, uh, let's see, there might have been a Barry Manilow. Oh, uh, well, you know, he, he is, as, as some other artists out there, he wrote a lot of the stuff that other people were singing. Bee Gees, yeah. too. There was an interesting program on the other day where they were talking about, you know, what was the you know, the greatest band of all time. And a lot of people said Beatles, but then... Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, the, no. The Bee Gees came up Gees. because they wrote so much music for so many other artists. I didn't even realize, but yeah. uh, they were. Uh, they did just so Lots much. Lots of artists 
lots of artists uh, wrote a lot of material that they themselves did not record. Yeah. But they're getting the royalties. Yes, yes they are. Well, you know what's funny is we talk about 8-track tapes, but it's also National Barbershop Quartet Day. Did you have an 8-track with barbershop quartets on it? Absolutely no. Why not? No. Well, I'll tell you why not is I never really found any in the racks over at Record Theater uh, for barbershop quartets or anything. Two guys, one guy. The you odd know. couple, you know, singing no, things in there. Not even Jim Neighbors. No, by himself. Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. My yeah, old yeah, Kentucky home. Remember, remember the Kentucky, and, the, and the, this is only because the Kentucky Derby's uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, Jim Neighbors used to, you know, like soil my ears with, with that voice. <laughs> and it was just painful. Yeah. I always used to turn down the volume when he'd be standing there singing. And I go, I, I just, that voice, people used to like that. Believe it or not, there there was a uh, album that was put out, and it a lot of production behind it. It did terrible, but now it's actually a sought after album. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Well, William, that's probably just William, because of William Shatner. He, William he Shatner, yes. and you know his career going all the way. I mean, geez, what he had like five television shows or something. He movies. had a lot. He had a lot, and he was... Uh, what was that cop that he was on with? Uh, uh, Hooker. Hooker. Hooker, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was funny because in they, we found out that in, in the Star Trek, when they were filming it, and in Hooker when they were filming it, there were many scenes where he was standing side by side with somebody, where the camera was close, where he was actually on some sort of a footstool or pedestal, they claim, so that he could be more on a eye-to-eye level. Yes, he was vertically challenged, or yes. still is, yes. Well, you know what, though? Canadian short, him. and he is, he's in his 90s, and he's still rocking it. He's, he's still going to Comic-Cons, and I, that's where I saw him in Buffalo when I was, when I was working, in my, my former life, working back at the airport. And uh, he was at some Buffalo or the Niagara Falls Comic-Con, and he was flying out, and he was sitting by himself, and he was tiny shoes, and he has a little bag next to him. He's getting himself all put back together, as all airline passengers certainly have to these days. And, uh, and there was nobody approaching him or talking to him or anything. He was very unrecognizable because he was dressed very plainly, I would say. Plainly. He had a, just had a polo shirt on, khakis, and in a, in a pair of like sneakers. Here's a snapshot of him at one of the uh, early Star Trek conventions. And he had the denim jacket with the patches on the elbows and okay. it looked like some sort of bell-bottom pants and some funky hairdo. And... Completely contrary to James T. There was no... <laughs> he was not clean cut was, and spiffy. No, no he, was, he no. was stylish. He, no. wasn't, he wasn't grubby. He one, was, of my, he was one, of my favorite, one of my favorite character actors because he was so, you know, deep into his characters. That overacting yeah. was, was always good <laughs> on Star Trek. That overact. Because, you know, if, if you watch maybe like five, five, six episodes, you knew what situation... Would call for him to overact, yeah, in, in something. You know, either he was falling down or being choked by some invisible force, or something, or being thrown from wall to wall. No, the force that's that's a different star type oh. type series. There, they actually Star Trek. Oddly enough, they they broke a lot of the uh, glass ceilings as far as what could be on television. Yeah, and uh, one of them was the first broadcast. Interracial couples kiss. Oh yes, him and, it, him and, and uh, Ohura. Yeah, yeah, and Nichelle Nichols. Now yep. here's here's the funny part. Originally, that was cast to be Spock. Oh. 
And uh, I Leonard guess, uh, yeah, I guess there was some kerfuffle on the set, so it got changed over. Now, a in, quick rewrite. Yeah. In now, when they did the rewrite for the new episodes, J.J. Abrams, of course, Spock and Uhura are an item. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, everything old is new again. Uh, yes. I'm old. I'm not going to be new again. No. Uh, I told I was. We were just None talking earlier. I'm. I'm looking at the big. Six zero coming up this year. Sixty. Yeah. That that passed yeah. quietly for me. I had a, we had a big uh, birthday party about it, and then it was never uh, looked back upon. Looking forward. Looking forward. Eight Looking years forward. Past. I have a friend on on uh, Face Place who opened up some birthday greetings on his birthday, and several different greetings, and uh, one of them wound up being a hacker. Oh, who fantastic. has now appropriated the Face Place account. And is uh, offering people uh, all sorts of investment opportunities under the name of my friend. So listen, don't open up strange are emails. They va- are they messages. valid investment uh, opportunities? Uh, no, I I somehow don't think they are. You know, medieval coins, gold bars, I, uh, yeah. silver planchets, yeah. uh, anything stamps. I, I don't know. I think it's investing in uh, gummy vitamins or gummy something. Vitamins. Oh, something, I've seen those crazy. ads. Yes, but yes. Uh, you know, as usual, we have a lot of of local stuff. We really haven't been here for a couple of weeks. It's been busy. busy. I mean, we have Palm Sunday, time. Easter Sunday, Dingus Day, springtime. Spring we have some weird hit. weather. Yeah. Uh, of course, the allergies have come, and you Perfect. and I are both. Yes. <laughs> Succumbing to our seasonal allergies. <laughs> the battle of the pollen is is upon us. Absolutely. But and, uh, and you can't uh, you can't avoid it. You know, we look outside our studio, and I'm, I'm looking at our uh, lawn bowling out there, and there's the, the, the folks aren't there yet. What's What's going on? What's it's it? not scheduled yet, actually. Oh. No, they're, they're, they're actually going to have a group out there that's going to be doing a little spring cleaning. I believe the, the seniors and maybe some of the folks who have been wayward, perhaps they need a little community service hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's good for them to get involved. I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the Neighbors United bike rides again with all the lights on their wheels and everything. I can't yep. wait to see. I'm sure they it's are, It's fun too. to watch. Yeah, I'm, it's, sure, it's I'm sure it is, too. I, I saw the uh, the it's it's like the robin the first robin that you see is a sign of spring. Well, I saw the gentleman riding around in his Miata ah. with his black leather driving hat. <laughs> it wasn't on Grove Street uh, this time around. It was on Young Street. A Miata. It was it was on Young Street over by Athena's. It sounds like a small uh, uh, salty appetizer. Would yeah. you care for Miata? They're so much fun to drive. Are they really? Those of you who have one or driven in one, yeah. It's like a cat on, uh, on a shag rug. They are that nimble and sporty. I, I drive a little gem car. I love that thing. It's one of those yeah, street legal golf cars. Seven car miles things. an hour. No, 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 no. 32. 32. 32. Wow. That's a and, white knuckle uh, ride. It's uh, it costs me about 15 cents to charge it up, and I get 30 miles out of it. So well, Don't that, go far. Well, 30 miles, I could go You know, pick up my lumber and my gardening supplies and everything. I actually have a couple of them now. I have a... A two-seater, a four-seater, and a flatbed. Oh. Wow. Uh, so they're all rather interesting. Two of them are, are in the works right now. But, you know, we, we talk about, you know, spring and things beginning to happen. Yep. And uh, the mayor's office has announced the dun, 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 spring cleanup. Yes. What's going on with that? Spring cleanup, you know, along our, along our beautiful canal side, uh, right over by Canal Street and the pavilion on Saturday uh, April 22nd, 
at 10 o'clock. Uh, be ready to assemble over there. They're going to have um, people out there cleaning, uh, cleaning up the, the side, picking up uh, dirt and debris and clutter and sweeping up the area and getting it all spiffed up, of course. Uh, I was part of it last year, and it was wonderful. And uh, There's always a great group that shows up, and yeah, man, the amount 40, of trash. That 40, 45 people. Up. We, we wow. posed last year uh, for the newspaper, the B, and they took pictures of it, and there was actually probably maybe like 35, 40 people there, and the trash bags were probably stacked up six, seven high and about 10, 12 across and about three or four deep. Wow. That's how much junk accumulates between the bridges, you know, over by uh, Delaware Street Bridge and the uh, Main Street Bridge, uh, just on our side of the canal. And then they go over by the Long Homestead and clean up over there and along the uh, the docks uh, leading into Ellicott Creek there. But uh, it's yeah, such a, it's such a key area because we have uh, the mayor's office and, and yep. other agencies are putting together so much yep. entertainment and live performance and activities. And it looks great over there after we get done with it. And, and of course, Parks and Rec and, you know, other neighborhood groups and volunteers uh, are always going over there for a while and, uh, and, and keeping it clean, keeping it picked up. But the best part you're going to build up an appetite being outside and lifting and lugging and picking up and stuff. The city picks up your lunch. What do they do with it once they pick it up? Well, they pick it, they give it to you. Oh, so they pick it up from somewhere and then they give it to you. Yep. Over at the senior center, uh, they'll be hosting uh, a nice lunch for everybody. So you pick up trash and they pick up the tab. Yes. I like that. It's perfect. Like a quid pro it's a, quo. It can nice, have a benefit to it. Absolutely. It's a, it's a nice thank you for, for everybody, you know, pitching in and helping out. And it's nice to, you know, uh, meet your neighbors and other people that are like-minded uh, folks because it's uh, Earth Day. And so what a way to you, celebrate. You and I are fairly like-minded. That's probably why we're both banned from the same places. Yeah. I, yeah. See, <laughs> I see your picture and name posted everywhere. but It's, 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 all, it's all true. The, the seniors, of course, they're, they're always engaged in doing different things. And fundraising is necessary. There's a lot more members than there were before. It's been we're just tremendous. Touching about 800 now. That is fantastic. Because the programs and the activities continue to grow and grow. I looked at a calendar from about, about six years ago. 2017, I saw a calendar. It was June. So it wasn't like an off month. It was prime time, summer months. Everybody was, you know, being able to get out and go, no weather excuses. There was maybe two or three activities a week. Now you have two or three activities in the afternoon. That's amazing. Not not counting the mornings, but in the afternoon, evenings, uh, they'll have like you know they had the di they had the dinner theater, the mystery uh, murder mystery. Remember that week? Yeah, they actually have a that. they have a, actually have a stage and a sold sound out system in an over afternoon. There. Yeah, that they, that they, event sold out in an afternoon. I was I was there. They have. A couple different exercise rooms that are all finished off. We say the basement, but it's it's it's, not it's like any beautiful yeah. finished space. Of yeah. a couple of workout rooms. Yes, uh, of course, restrooms on that level. And the first floor has there's, a room where there's a dining area plus a stage, and then they've got the library and and the card area. And a meeting the room there. Full service kitchen, the meeting rooms. Yes, more restrooms up on that level. Yep, and the elevator will take you from the first floor level down to the down to the lower level. Call it the lower level as we yeah. do. It's it's totally ADA accessible. It really Absolutely. is. Absolutely. There's and it's very welcoming there. Uh, 
they have a great staff, of, of course, because of the, the programs that they run. You would have to have a great staff. There. Did they do a dingus day? Did, it, did they? They did. They did. They did. It was at 44 William Street Fire Headquarters over at the National Hose Quarters. They Very had nice. uh, they had a they had Polish platter, they had glumpkies, they had lazy pierogies. Uh, for those who didn't want any uh, Polish food fare, they had uh, chicken uh, fingers and french fries. They had uh, tisky beer, other uh, assorted. Lazy, uh, lazy pierogi, that's kind of like a saute pan full of cabbage. Pretty much, with yeah, everything in there. It's not it was really, delicious. It's not oh, sure, it was tasty, but it very was tasty. Really Sauerkraut with your Polish sausage, and it was uh, very, very well attended um, throughout the evening. They started right at six, and they probably closed up uh, the kitchen around eight thirty or so. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah, things like that are tasty, like the lazy pro. People say, "Oh, what are you having for dinner?" Oh, we're having goulash, and they think goulash is macaroni, ground beef, and sauce. And oh, as a more. Hungarian. I can assure you, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is no macaroni and there's no ground meat in Hungarian goulash. Right. People are like, oh no no, that's that's it. I'm Hungarian. Trust me, I was raised on stuff. It's a meat stew with yes. with five different types, typically five different types of meat in there. Uh, there's veal and there's lamb and there's beef and so on. And it's a lovely sauce with paprika and it does have peppers in it. And yep. it is served with a pasta, but it's actually. Uh, Hungarian cut noodles. It's, yeah. uh, and the real deal is just, oh. Yeah. So at, what people call goulash is tasty. But when they call it goulash, I just feel a little mm. offended it's by like, it. Eh, it's <laughs> it's not like, real. When I hear lazy pierogi, I'm like, oh, it's tasty, but yeah. couldn't you just call it something else? It's like you when know. somebody says, hey, would you like a hot dog? And you're not here in Western New York. Yes. And you kind of shy away from it and say, that's not a why does, hot dog. Why does this taste like what, sawdust? This is not is, Salem's. It's not Salem's. Please. Well, the rest of the country, they call them buffalo wings. And they're just now finding out buffaloes don't have wings. Yeah, they I've, really come from chickens. Yep. It, it, that's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> what else you got coming up on the uh, agenda over there? Well, I, I have to, a hiring announcement. Hiring, oh. hiring. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, the uh, Parks and Recreation Department is having a big hiring event, uh, whatever... Whatever it is that they're hiring for, they need it everywhere, uh, including uh, folks to cut the grass, folks to maintain the parks, folks to work in the parks uh, with the kids doing programs, uh, folks to paint the lines on the streets, the crosswalks, the stop signs, the everything. So if you want a job with the Parks and Recreation Department this year, get a hold of them at uh, recreation at TonawanaCity.com, and that's their email address. Or just uh, drop a line to City Hall, and they'll put you in touch with the uh, nice folks over there, Parks and Recreation. That's a, that's a huge program. They really do need this. This is like the so, uh, summer student program kind of a thing. Yes. Um, and uh, th there is so much that our Parks and Rec does behind the scenes that people yeah. don't realize. And you know who else does a lot behind the scenes that aren't really recognized for the amount of work that these folks put into it? Meals on Wheels. True. Meals on Wheels. Those folks, with a few helping hands in the kitchen, they put out hundreds of meals every day. Daily. 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 Chef, chef people. Chef Good quality. Stuff. I mean, yeah. It's not your mother's goulash. No, it's, it's not, chef, not even your Chef quality goulash. foods that go out there. And so on, uh, on April 29th, from 3 to 9 p.m., uh, it's going to cost you $10 to enter over at the Elks Lodge. 
and your entry is going to get you food with your admission. You're going to get pizza, wings, and other assorted uh, treats and delectables, uh, and that's all to benefit the Meals on Wheels program. Yeah. And that's that's a Saturday pizza. thing. What what time Saturday. are they, what time are they cracking the doors? Three o'clock. Going until nine o'clock at the Elks Lodge, right over here on Main Street, City of Tonawanda. So thirty-five that, minutes. That's that's one. Get over there. Food, food to benefit, food, food to benefit our Meals on Wheels program. Yeah, we 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 had the we had a couple of the ladies in here for Meals on Wheels, and it, it really yep. is so much more Barbara than Tucker even. Barbara Tucker was here. Yeah, yeah, yep, but yep. even so much more than Fantastic meal delivery. Uh, they do. Uh, you know, it's. Sometimes it's it's the only contact that these these people yeah, have. Yeah, and, and they do like a and they do call it like uh, almost like a uh, like a safety check, a quality check, and that just stick there. You know, go in the door. You know, put the meals on the counter. Say, you know, how you doing today, Genevieve? You know, how's it going? You know, how are you? You know, just to make that contact. Yeah. You know, less than a minute. You know, how you doing? How's everything? Everything yeah. okay? And if they want the pass off at the door, they can do that too. They don't have to let somebody in, but if no. they want want to, yep. they can. I and you get to know these people. It's not like it's somebody new every day. Yeah, and it's they keep a schedule. You know, if your Meals on Wheels volunteer is ringing your doorbell between, you know, noon and ten after, it's noon and ten after every day. Now your lovely, lovely mother has has. Uh, also enjoy the uh, the benefits of Meals on Wheels. She does. She does still. It's uh, part of a part of her her three day a week routine. She doesn't get it every day. She gets it three days a week because she gets a hot meal and a cold meal, and then of course supplemented by you know like a delivery meal. Uh, I'll bring her dinner, or my niece will bring her uh, up dinner as well to uh, supplement it, but. She's fine with just the, the three, and she finds it very tasty, very well made. I think they pay very close attention to diet. They do special. She mentioned that. I didn't realize that, but they actually uh, special diets as far as fats and sodium yep. and, and sugar content. If diabetes, you don't want whole milk, involved. they'll give you 2% milk. If you don't want milk, they'll give you ginger ale. If you don't want ginger ale, they'll give you bowel whoa, water whoa, whoa, whoa. or something else. Who wouldn't want ginger ale? A lot of people. Many, many people. I, I find that challenging and it's, controversial. I just do. Well, you know what's not controversial, Frank? Uh, I haven't found anything yet, but I'm sure you have something on your list. Our garden walk is not controversial. Yes! Yes, the when? Garden, when, 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 when? Uh, you know what? Garden walk has become such a multi-generational, multi-community event for the city of Tonawanda because we get folks from all over to come in here now because our gardeners are such quality perfectionists the things that they put on fountains lights music oh, yeah. snacks hors d'oeuvres uh mood lighting but i put up a sign that says weeding contest weeding contest help and, yourself you know they, they i put the arrows up and you know I, free crabgrass i put out some tap water and uh you know they have a weeding no i'm kidding wouldn't that be something though when is this coming up? Because the Garden Walk, all kidding aside, it has it, really turned we'll into We'll get ready for it event. because it's in, in a short three months. It's July 14th from 8.30 to 11, and that is the nights. That's the nights. That's the nights with the, the, under the lights. So that's Friday night lights. Friday night lights where you're going to get a different perspective, either in the front of the house or the back of the house, or both, whichever the... Uh, participants choose maybe they just want to open up the front of their house yeah. i have a couple favorites uh right on broad street there's one that's uh between 
uh, Clinton and Balk, and there's one right on the corner of Balk and Broad. Okay. Uh, they're right here in our area, and I see those, and they are just tremendous. Isn't it fun to, to see somebody else's hard work pay off and the smile that they have on their face when everybody is just commenting and congratulating them? It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And I, it's I'll a bet labor of love. It really is. I, it has to be because I'll, I will probably venture with this week being in the 60s and low 70s, finally, is that there's probably some people out there turning over some dirt and getting ready to uh, do some planting of, you know, some annuals oh, out there. I was, I was, the on, the, I was on the ladder uh, last, last, last week. Uh, you have to really do a lot of work on fruit trees, and I have seven of them. Yeah. And yeah, up on the ladder and, and prune things. Because you, you have to cut everything that extends to the outside and anything that's too high so that everything grows to the inside like a basket. Right. And it is such a labor. I got four of them done. I was done. That was it. I couldn't do the other it's three. It's a lot of work. Whatever it's you do outside with plants and maintenance and, and keeping up with uh, the appearances. And then the next day, of course, uh, Saturday, uh, July 15th, and that's during the daylight hours, and that is from 10 to 4. Now, these same folks that participate in the garden walk, there's quite a few of them that also participate in the uh, Porch Fest. Porch Fest. Which uh, is uh, going to be coming up. I saw that they announced that the, the, uh, the, the preparations for Porch Fest 23 are coming up. We'll have more about that as we get down Seventh year of Porch Fest, I believe. Seventh? I believe it is, yeah. Seventh and year. Uh, and, you don't, and if you want to volunteer, um, you don't... If you don't have a band, that's fine. If you if you don't have a porch, set up a tent on the front yard. But uh, you don't have to have a porch to have the musicians or whoever it is out there. But in my little neighborhood, I could walk, you know, from where I am and probably get to maybe like four four locations that are on the you know, porch fest list. And we'll and we'll bring that out again. Uh, our next my, podcast. My wife and I hopped in the gem car last year and. Did our tooling around. Of course, during the, the couple of years of COVID, everything scaled back, but we're seeing more and more events coming up and through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they announced the Oktoberfest. Of course, that's going to be Saturday, September 9th this year. Which Not in October. Yeah, September is the traditional Oktoberfest month. Right. Which uh, a lot of folks don't yeah. realize. But uh, So that's going to be in there. And, uh, you know, I, it's just good to see that the doors are opening uh, things are happening again. There's more music. Uh, there's been a lot of talk back and forth about Canal Fest. What are your What are your thoughts? I mean, some people we should have it. Some people say, Ah, oh, no. And I, we have funding. We don't have funding. I, what do you think? I, you know, it all it all comes down to manpower. It all comes down to funding. Um, who's going to fund it? Who is going to put the seed money up? And how that all is going to work out it remains to be seen. They still want to have it um, during the same week that it's traditionally been, but yeah, we were talking they have a we, lot, a lot of hurdles to get over. We and, were talking earlier, and and our Canal Fest, it, it's like eight long days. But the Italian Fest, it's four. Uh, some Actually, of the other festivals are two. Yeah. Well, what, where's the sweet spot? Four, four. You know, because would you wrap it over a weekend? What, what, what would be the big events that you'd want? I would say set up on on Thursday and have like some kind of a kickoff on Thursday, and you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, I, I believe a lot of vendors 
have difficulty. I'm talking about our nonprofit vendors have difficulty sure, sure. bringing up enough manpower to man a particular booth, if you yeah. want, from the time that they open up Canal Fest until you know that nine ten o'clock at night. It's very hard to assemble enough people to do that. Now, what about the craft show, which was always a huge piece of Canal Fest? Yeah. They, they always did a Saturday, Sunday there. Well, don't still forget, be a, part a lot of, of these people have to travel, you know, hours and hours to get here because there's yeah. not enough crafters, as it were, to fill up the amount of space that they dedicate to, or previously used to dedicate to the the Canal Fest craft show on Saturday and Sunday. There used to be so many craft shows uh, back in my. Uh, Pre-marriage, pre-child pre years, uh, I was actually a, a little woodsmith, and I made a lot of those shaker racks and dinosaur puzzles and things. And when you went to these craft shows, it was crafts. It was, somebody was, it could be anything from flower arrangements to the, like I said, the shaker shelves and yeah. toll painting and knitting and so on. So many of the ones that I've been to over the last couple of years, and I, I, I don't really go to that many anymore, I don't. I don't work as a vendor at any of them, but no. just visiting them is fun. They're turning into, uh, it's like online shopping. It's not even, yeah. it's not I mean, even you could go. To, you could go to, you know, like, uh, well, I don't want to give them any credit, but uh, let's say Pacific Rim Trading Company. Okay. So, you know, in that, that realm of the, the planet there. And you could just probably order hundreds of something, you know, and bring it to a show and you'll sell that stuff. You know, you make, might make a smaller profit, but you're not making anything. Yeah. All you're doing is ordering it and bringing it in or ordering it from another, like on Etsy. Yeah. Ordering numerous there and then bringing it to a show. And you're, you're saving people. Yeah. There used to be two things. There was craft shows and there was trade shows. Yeah. And they were different. It was a trade show. You were selling a pre-manufactured product. Uh, you could be selling businesses, but there was a lot of that uh, selling the you know the knives and the the funky light bulbs and other stuff, and it it was trade goods. Yeah, and the craft shows so there's nothing good about merged into those, and you're yeah. not seeing as as much. Well, that's because a lot of the people they're they're not making making that stuff much anymore. You know, you could go to a church bazaar, you know, and Aunt Julie's going to be making you know like those crocheted you know doilies. And yeah, like potholders and things like that. You know, those things just aren't being made anymore. And if you see them, they're at an estate sale. Right. Now, the other thing that was out there was the flea market. So there was actually three. There's the trade shows, the craft yeah. shows, and the flea markets. Merging them all together, sometimes the, the crafts get, suffered. get lost somewhere in there. Yeah. And, yep. uh, and I'm kind of a purist. I would like to see if we're going to do the craft show for Canal Fest. Personally, I would like to see it confined to artisans, crafters, Hobbyists. Yeah, I would I say, would like to see it, that. you know, and if they would invite more of the art community, you know, the, the artists, the the photographers, the folks who do little welding, you know, mm -hmm. little things, the folks who do ceramics, the folks who do portraits, the folks who do oil paintings, watercolors, acrylics. I would love to see some art studios here on Main Street in yeah, the city of Tonawanda. Sculptures. I mean, all that... I believe if it was, if you were going to try and revive, you know, like the arts and craft community again, 
you would have to start, you know, at, at that level. And don't let any mass-produced offshore products ever be near that stuff and, and be sold. I, I think that the temptation is there too easily for them to say, well, okay, we have so many spaces. Let's sell the spaces. Yes. But the but you know what I, I, I still haven't found is the, the four or five dogs sitting around the poker table on velvet uh, playing cards. I haven't seen one of those in years. <laughs> those those are probably on every every room in the barracks back in the service. Those are so I, I did not go for the poker dogs. I went for the elks by the stream for my tapestry. Cheesy, how cheesy can you get? Yeah. But it had to be. Everybody had to have those. Yes. And, and of course, the fiber optic lamps slowly turning. And our A-track tapes. See how this, and our, this and came our back around? Tape. We're back around to our A-track tapes. Yes. Yes. Lava lamps. I remember I had a lava lamp for maybe 20 minutes. And I knocked it over and it broke. And that was the end of my lava lamp days because it took forever to clean that out of my mom's rug. Oh, did the goose separate? Did it, did it like have its own little, uh, it was, it was just, it just kind of, it was just, it was like warm jello. It was horrible. It, Ugh. And, and back then there was no such thing as a wet vac. You had your mother's Kirby that she used to chase <laughs> around the house and that was it. And I dared not use that because I knew I would gum that thing up. Well, speak, did you try removing it with peanut butter? I understand that works for some I, things. I tried everything. I tried cat litter. I tried regular dirt and grinding it into the carpet and then using a carpet shampooer that I rented from Bell's Supermarket. <laughs> Bell's. Oh, my. So, yes. There's, a, there's a, a name, a date. So, yeah, go back to 1972, and it was uh, just horrible. 72, 73, around there. I was a junior in high school. You know, going back to that date, there is still one surviving uh, vendor on Delaware Ave there in the village of Kenmore that hasn't changed. We, we've seen corner stores come and go. We saw Roger Lewis come and go. We saw Bellevue come and go. Watson's come and go when it was the, the restaurant. Mike Subs. Mike Subs is still there. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. God bless you. Still there, still doing their thing. Yep. And Bob and, Bolt. Is that who has it now? He's the owner, and he bought it from John Slavolkis, a former Kenmore patrol officer, former Kenmore cop. Yeah. And he bought that, and he started uh, started that up. And I believe he that was back in the early 60s, 64, 65 or so, yeah. around there. Yeah, they're coming up on their 60th anniversary. Yep. And then Bob Bolt uh, purchased that uh, probably right out of high school. He graduated in 70, 73. From Kemmore West, I was in the. Uh, I believe band. the founder, the original Mike, was also a uh, police officer in the village Could of Kemmore. Yep, that's what I was told by my dad back then. But they they survived. But remember, we used to I have think a the nice sign. Is the same. We had a Woolworth that, as we were growing up, they took the five and ten cent gold letters off of the Woolworth store. That was yep. there. Yeah. And uh, you could go in there, and you could, you turn left, and you got candy. You turn right, was the cashiers. You walked straight back. You had Watsons. The hamsters in the Woolworth store. You had the, the hamsters, store. the goldfish. Uh, the guinea pigs, hooker right, you got the glassware, left, you got the hosiery. <laughs> there was just everything Kemmer was rammed uh, into that. Kemmer was just that first ring community outside the city of Buffalo that once you crossed over Kemmer Avenue going north, it was a different place. Yeah. It was, it was, very, it was very different. The, I, I, I remember, you know, when we were kids and our parents, our parents wanted us to go to the Y on, on Delaware. There. Yeah. 
Yep. And that was three blocks into Buffalo. We didn't want to go. Yeah. It, was a, it was a different planet. We were, you know, we were also there on Delaware. He had the uh, was the naked furniture store. I don't remember the name of it, but it was all the unfinished furniture. And you went next to Kenmore Music. It. Yeah, yep. Kenmore Music was. They were there, and then Elmwood, and then somewhere back. But uh, even even good old Dunkin' Donuts with the uh, the, the uh, long counter in the shape of a question mark that everybody sat around and and talked and had our twenty five cent coffees. Um, that is now been bulldozed and is a uh, nationwide pizza place yeah, and yeah. Uh, of course the little plaza across the street that was wonderful they had the little restaurant and everything in there sure is that is a uh, a giant concrete block building yeah. uh, that was built and then vacated by a certain national pharmacy it's it's a different place mm -hmm. now but mike's mike survives and i'll tell you what uh, we this this is not a profit making podcast matter of fact it's self-funded there's there's no public money in this it's uh, it's all out of amazing pocket. that some people think. Yeah, differently. <laughs> there's, there's still still those folks out there. You know this uh, public money. There's, there's not a dime. Never has been a dime of public money in this. But uh, so we don't make anything saying this. But you know, I I feel like I need to go to Mike's subs uh, like when we're done with the podcast and and go get one of their giant heroes just because. It's uh, yeah, it's a craving, and I I think that the proprietary oil and vinegar. Concoction was probably one of their one of their best things that they uh, yeah. they ever they kept that, you know. It's like you go to Jersey Mike's and they have like the juice. Yeah, not even close <laughs> because that's a that's a a red wine vinaigrette, I believe. Well, based. is that a sub or is that a wedge, or is it a grinder, from, uh, or is it a hoagie? Hoagies from uh, Jersey. Yeah. Hoagies, hoagies from it, Jersey. Yeah. Where's grinder from? Up north, Boston, I believe. Boston, north, and then Wedges are New York, yeah. down in the boroughs. Somebody yeah. will correct us. Somebody, I, I always gravitate back to food. Have you noticed? <laughs> you must be hungry. You, you've been in. You've been in your in your little studio all day, uh, correcting, you know, people's uh, miss, <laughs> thinking that you should sit on the desk instead of the chairs that you provide for the other uh, folks that come in here and use your studio and classroom. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's quite fun. I'm, I'm trying to get together another uh, vintage photography uh, class. Put, put, club put back together. Class. I've got to yeah. do a little do a little class where you can come in and you you actually use the vintage cameras and you order film for it through a, through a vendor. Okay. And, uh, learn how to use these uh, 1910s and 1920s and 1930s cameras. Uh, I haven't been able to do one. It stopped before you know my COVID hit, and that was the end of it. We have to come out of completely that. The, the COVID mindset, though, and just call that, you know, the, the dark days or something. Yeah. I, I, most people relegate COVID into the same category as the flu now. They're going to get the flu shot, the COVID shot every year. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess it's, we always said, you know, it's going to become part of your normal routine. And it, it has in, in pretty much every sense. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, the severity of it depends on, who you are, where you are, and what you are susceptible to getting anyway. If you have, for whatever reason, the, you know, somehow, you know, like your antibodies, your normal immune system is compromised by nature, yourself, or your environment, or whatever it might be, and you get a strain of the COVID-19 virus, it 
might affect you differently than somebody who doesn't have that. Right. So, but it's not something, you, you know, it's like, how do you avoid it? How do you avoid it now? Yeah. It's, right. it's You're relying upon other individuals who may wind up caring yeah, I, I, to not transmit it. Or, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's really relying upon everybody just practicing common sense. Common sense and, you know, be a little aware of, you know, like, could you, could you have it? Well, get tested or test yourself at home. You know, everybody can go to one of the major big box chain pharmacies and get eight test kits a month and check yourself. I yeah. did when when I had when I had my my bronchitis and my chronic sinus infections a few weeks ago. It was f- almost a full four weeks that I was testing like every third day to make sure I didn't, yeah. but I I did not. You know, thank goodness for you know my doctor who. Gave me uh, erythromycin yeah. and knocked it out of me. There's there's been a uh, a strain of influenza that is a late strain that's come through over the last I want to say six to eight weeks that's really hanging on to a lot of people. Yeah. So fluids doctor and test for COVID. Fluids doctor test for COVID. I think and sleep. Latherance repeat. What is sleep? Pretty much what you need to do. Yeah. Do we have anything else on our agenda until we meet again? the agenda. But I do want to ex- express my condolences to you in losing a close friend of yours, that former co-worker and a good confidant and, and buddy of yours, uh, unfortunately, did pass away uh, very recently in the past few days. Yeah. And I personally just want to extend my condolences to you and his family. And uh, if you want to yeah. speak to that, you know, uh, maybe a, a story or a, a good memory that you had. Uh, <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve, Steve, Steve. Bougerie. Uh, he didn't like me calling him that. It's pronounced Bougerie. And I said, no, no, it's French. It's Bougerie. And, uh, you know, us uh, in EMS, uh, we, we, we have a, a family-type relationship because he worked together so closely. And, uh, I mean, I, I will survive. He was a good friend and um, uh, quite a rock uh, after uh, he and I got diagnosed uh, with, with cancer of different types at almost the same time. And unfortunately, he succumbed uh, yesterday to side effects. It wasn't even the cancer that took him. But uh, Steve, I met him, uh, oh, probably 10 years ago, uh, the Sprinkle Fire, chief of Morton's Corner Fire Department, and uh, full of life and funny as heck. And uh, he, uh, he and I wound up working at Mercy Flight Dispatch together. He, he worked over there, and so we worked nights and worked weekends and so on, and I remember uh, one time he goes, you know, my, my wife is an absolute saint. And I said, uh, really? You know, and this was a shift change and, and more of us were there. He goes, you know, the, the way I snore, I, you, you wouldn't know it. And we all looked at him at the same time and went, Steve, we've all worked with you at night. We know it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it was just no surprise. That, that kind of thing. I mean, when, when the poo hit the fan and you, you wind up with a gazillion calls, we partnered up hopped on that horse and we made sure we got, you know, medics and, and EMTs to yeah. every call without a miss. And he dedicated his life to that. He, he referred to his wife as an angel. He referred to his son as the smartest kid he ever knew. And uh, unfortunately, uh, at the age of 48, uh, God called another good one home. Gone and, too uh, soon. Yeah. Gone so, too soon. A, a model of a citizen, uh, 
working uh, to help others in their struggles with uh, health concerns and lives. And, and if, if you could just imagine how many phone calls came in and that were dispatched, thanks to Steve and yourself, but uh, people, people probably, his, he, uh, he probably helped in that long line of caretakers and helpers uh, saved a life or two along the way. Yeah, fire, so, fire chief, fire chief, yeah. county uh, dispatcher, uh, mercy flight dispatcher, mercy flight supervisor, yep. friend of many, and you could not be in a room with that guy and not have it end in absolute laughter to the point where you couldn't breathe. Perfect. So he Just, lived a well. He he lived a good life. He touched a lot of lives. He, he touched he a lot of lives. Some that he'll never know, but uh, yeah. he certainly did. So salute a to great Steve. Guy. Salute great. to Steve. Yeah, rest, rest in peace, uh, my friend. And uh, remember him our often. Prayers, our prayers remember to him your often, family. and also uh, remember to uh, to have a laugh on his account. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we used we used to exchange memes. Uh, what what we used to call as we were kids, we called them cartoons, but now they're called memes. And we used to uh, make uh, sarcastic and sometimes probably borderline inappropriate memes and send them back and forth through texts. And just uh, while we were sitting next to each other at, at the communications, yes. Yes. <laughs> and you'd hear the phone yeah. go, doo -doo -doo, and then he'd pick it up and read, and then he starts laughing. Then I hear my phone, Dee -dee -dee, and I'd pick it up, and you see somebody start laughing. Not, not, not crude, but just funny, funny stuff. Yep. Just great. Almost people. like some families at restaurants that they're all on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we never missed a call, no. never missed a beat. But you know, if the EMS is one of those things, it's either super busy or it is. Just yeah, and there's there's no nothing. timing that kind of yeah. stuff. You can't yeah. say, well, we're going to be slow tonight. We don't need you. So uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been rough on uh, on it. We lost uh, Andy Merkel two weeks ago. He was a, uh, a member of uh, Mercy EMS and Mercy Flight, and he was also a Genesee County dispatcher. Um, that was his prime. And then we lost, of course, the founder of Mercy Flight, Doug Baker. We just lost several months ago. Uh, so it's been. Uh, well, so now they're all up there exchanging some yeah. great, great stories. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is all three of them were jokesters. But yeah, anyways, it, you have to have a sense of humor these days, folks. <laughs> you really Please. do. I mean, uh, look so at us. Shout out, shout out to the family and friends out there in Morton's Corners and Springville, and uh, my brothers and sisters out there at Mercy Flight. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna put Steve to rest on Friday, and uh, we wish we wish nothing but. Uh, Health and family. comfort to the to the family and yeah. his his close friends. So, Carl, put a bow on this thing, will you? Well, you know, let's uh, let's think of Steve uh, for a, a quick moment here again and uh, do a good deed for some folks uh, this week. It's going to be uh, relatively uh, some some nice weather outside for a few more days here, uh, or no matter where you are, do a good deed for somebody. Check a neighbor. Check in on a neighbor. Uh, Help somebody out, and the only time you should be looking down on somebody is to, of course, help them up. It is always easier to make somebody feel bad than it is to make them feel good until you start doing it, and then you realize it's no effort at all. Uh, take, take a clue from Steve's uh, book of life. When you walk into a place, if it's not laughing, put a smile on their faces, and it'll be memorable and it'll be bright. Uh, rest in peace, Steve. To all of you, uh, sorry it took a little bit to get to episode 35, but uh, it's been busy and it's going to get busier. But we promise to bring you all the updates on everything that's coming up here in the city of Tonawanda. And uh, 
Alaska and Australia. We're back uh, listening to episode 34 again. I've <laughs> They're listening to us in Cosby uh, up there above the Arctic Circle in uh, Alaska again? I, I don't know if it's daytime or nighttime. It depends on which part of the year it is. But <laughs> That's true. That's true. And email us, folks, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. It is thetalkoftonawanda at gmail.com. All lowercase letters, no spaces in between, thetalkoftonawanda at gmail.com. And uh, we'll talk about some of those emails that we got uh, over the last couple of weeks here. And uh, we'll see you soon. Take care.